I want to I want to talk about Job today. I want to talk about uh, some obstacles that he's faced and uh, some encounters and some tragedies uh, that he has went through. Um, here's a man in the Bible. Uh, they says says he's blameless, blameless. He's upright. And he has 10 kids and he's a wealthy man. But one day, one day tragic happens. Tragic hits and a series of tragedies, like back to back, back to back. I, I mean, I, I've, I've had that happen to me at once, six months apart, back to back to back. I didn't handle it like Joe did. But I ain't, I'm not. I'm getting too far ahead. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay on this course right here, and then we'll get back to that. Um, and I, I want to talk about this man, you know, because you know I'm I'm a man, and I and I'm not blameless, and I'm not upright nowhere. Um, and I've I've seen a lot of lot of it you know I, I've seen some unimaginable uh, things um, okay Job, thir- Job 1 verses 13 I'm going to start right there uh, and it reads now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house And a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding besides them. When the Sabines raided, raided them and took them away. Indeed, they they have been killed. The servants and with the edge of the sword. And I alone escaped to tell you all he had was stolen by thieves and they killed his servants. Verse 16, and yet while he was speaking, another also came and said, the fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone escaped to tell you while he was still speaking. Another also came and said the Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels and took them away. Yes. And killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone escaped to tell you. It was a pretty horrible day. You know. When you you look at that. But. That's not even the end of the story. Verse 18 it says. With even more horrible news. While he was still speaking. Another also came and said your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house and suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house and it fell on the young people and they are dead and I have alone escaped to tell you Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and fell to the ground and worshipped. There's no way 
I mean, the last thing on my mind was God. I mean, it was the first thing, but I just I, I, I just went past that and tried to come up with remedies that would help me quick, and they didn't work. Um, but when you look at that, when you look at Job right here, you know, there, there's got to be a certain level of maturity. It has to be to still be able to worship after all, all that that's done happened to him. He, and Job, he really blessed me with this verse right here. 21, he says, uh, he says, naked. I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return there. Yeah. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It, it, it just, it has to be a certain level of uh, humbleness to still do that right there. I want to read from Proverbs uh, 30 verses 8 and 9. It says remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty or riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me. Least I be full and deny you and say who is the Lord? Or at least I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Job, he, he, he didn't forget about God through all of that. I mean, that was the first thing he did. After all, all, all the people come and the servants, he, he ripped his clothes off, man. And I'm, I'm sure he took a sharp stone and just shaved everything off. And... And, and just fail in worship, you know. I'm 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 you know, I'm I'm blessed by uh Job's attitude here too and his spirit. Now look at verse twenty two. It says, And all this Job did not sin nor charge God with the wrong. He didn't charge God. Here's a guy had a series of events and didn't charge God, didn't accuse God he didn't accuse God uh and and the reason for this is uh because you know we're we're we all you know someday all of us is we're going to face some job like circumstances just like that you know some may some may see some worse than others you know mine's I, I've had deaths you know two kids uh just you know died way just way before me way younger you know so um it's you know everybody gonna face something on this earth something like job did troubles will come uninvited and the question is how will you handle it how will you handle it you know, the name of this text I had um, with my wife, she came up with the name of it for me. And I, I thought it really fit. It said trouble. And how do you respond to trouble? How do you respond to things like that? You know, something so harsh to your heart. How would you respond to something like that? 
I know my response was not not positive at all. I mean, I let's, I, I can't I can't even I can't say that I did what Job did. I ain't think about Job. Yeah, we all gonna do it. Troubles will come, and you know it, it's it, it has to. Will you handle it? You know, will how how will you respond? Will you will you lose your faith? Will you walk away from God? You know, you know some some people could potentially lose their minds. You know, if they don't have this, they could lose their minds. And like like we're we're here, you know, to help people like that. We have to show them the way. This the only way. This is the only way. Um, and you know what? What made Job's problem here even worse? When you look at Job chapter two, verses seven, and it says, "So Satan, he went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job." Man, now he he didn't hit him physically now. You know, he 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 already hit his mind and his mental state and everything. But now he, he he's touching his body. He touched his body. He struck Joe with painful balls, you know, from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head, head to toe, toe to head. However you want to lay it out. He was struck. But, you know. Just doing that little series, you, you have to ask yourself, where is God in all of this? You know, while all of this is happening, you know, what 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 the Lord is thinking about right now? He, he in the background, he, he's doing what he's going to do. You, you don't know what he's doing, but he always does something. He always doing something. Always. And to to think that wasn't bad enough. Here come his wife now. His wife, she come talking, running her mouth. You know, Job. Um, check out Job uh, chapter 2, verse 9. Then, look, his wife, look, here she go. And then she said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Question mark. Do you still hold fast to that? Curse God and die. Curse God and die. You know, she's saying, she's saying, why would you still believe in a God that will allow all these terrible things to happen to you? Why? You 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 do right to ask a man why. You know. I mean, I'd be scared to ask God why. I, I didn't. I didn't ask God why. I just cried. Shortly after all this, everything that's happening, shortly after that, now, got three three of his guys, got three of his friends, his so-called friends. They came, they visit with him, and they sat with Job. They sat with him for seven days. And they, they didn't say a word. They just sat. I can imagine they probably sat and just looked at them and, you know, ain't no telling what was going through their minds, you know. Just sat. They're just sitting, you know. Didn't say a word, but uh, they they was okay until they opened their mouths. 
they had to open their mouths too. And, and that's when the trouble started, you know, like, like some, you know, Christian people, man, they, you know, they, uh, they, they, they think they helping you, uh, through something like this, you know, they, they, they was his friends. They probably been friends with him forever, you know, um, and they mean well, they meant well. And, you know, they, they, you know, in some situations, something like that, you really don't know what to say, you know, to somebody that's going through that. You don't know what to say, you know. Uh, you know, sometimes we have to try to understand the ministry of silence, you know, meditation, silence could be sometimes the best ministry, you know, um, just being present. You can just be present with a person. You you don't have to say a word. Just they they was okay for a week. Then they had to open their mouth. They had to. Um, you know, just uh you you for something like that, you don't say, you know, God he needed uh another angel or another flower or something like God don't need nothing, you know. Uh, you know, just be there, you know, just be there for that person. That's not going to make them feel better, you know, because you said that. You know, when when they started talking, they started pointing. They started pointing the fingers at Job. They point the fingers, Job, you 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 got problems, man. You know, you 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 sin, you know, and uh, and, you know, things, you know, that are happening now in, in our days, you know, the questions that. You know, we um, we are often asked, you know, is why do God allow bad things to happen to good people? We we do. We ask ourselves. I, I, I like I said, I can't I can't ask him why, because I know I'm not good. I'm not a good person. I'm not a good person. Only God is good. We're not good. So why even ask, you know, but if you if you know, if you're going to put something on yourself, you know, just say. Why do it happen to people that is set apart who is acting different, you know, than what the world portrays to be? We could see this and say. Um. We could say this about Job. You know, he was he was blameless. He was upright. He feared God. And he hated he hated evil. You know, he he hated evil. He prayed regularly every day. You know, as we can see. Job is a godly man. I'm not going to even say Job is a good man because man ain't good. Not what's in us. It's not good. He was a godly man. That's what Job was. He was godly. The problem with this question is, you know, that it, it, it makes some bad assumptions. It, it makes bad ones. It, it, it makes us, you know, assume. Makes us assume good people deserve uh, good things. Now, we... 
first we got to think we're not good. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. We don't. We, we you know, we want to say stuff, you know, we want to say that when, when bad things happen uh, to good people, we want to say uh, God ain't fair now. God's not fair. Understand that uh, that, like I said, none of us, none of us is good, and we know we 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 know how to dress this thing up real good to make it look good, though. You know that's that's the nature that's in us. But you know, behind what we look like, it, it's it's not all that at all. It's not. You know, we we judge we judge good people. You know, based off. Based off of, uh, you know, what what we see, you know, we we shouldn't we shouldn't judge it off of that. You know, our righteousness, you know, in the eyes of God, it's it's like filth. If we if we think, you know, that we are here or here and somebody else is here, here is still filthy to God. It's, It's nothing still. You know, our best is dirt. You can be clean on the outside all you want. You still filthy to God. Still is, man. Still is, you know. We think that if, you know, a person is good, they deserve, they deserve good. We, we, we all sin. We sinned. You know, and falling short to the glory of God. You know, our righteousness is it's 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 nothing, you know. When you think about it, um, you know. Another thing is, you know, we 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 think good people deserve deserves uh, fairness. They deserve fairness. Fairness. You know that, that that's when we say we we still say we say God God ain't fair. I wouldn't want God to be fair to me. I mean, serious, think about that. Well, you don't want God to be fair to you, to give you what you truly deserve, man. I I, should have been there years ago. Man, people say that when stuff like that happened to them, you know, you... You, 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 Lord, you took my baby, you know, that's not fair, man. That's not fair. <laughs> we don't want God to be fair, you know, uh, and give us what we really, truly deserve, you know. Be honest, you know, none of us, none of us want that. We don't want God to give us what we truly deserve. You know, if God gives us fairness you know we all be in hell right now if if he were to give that's that's the fairest place of them all when you think about it now, but you know we we instead you know we ought to thank god we ought to thank him you know that he's not fair thank you lord for not being fair to me we ought to thank him for it for not being fair he woke us up 
today, and we didn't even deserve that. For real. He started us on our way. He's better to us than we deserve. Way better to us than we deserve. We we assume bad things only happen to bad people. Let me tell you what Matthew chapter 5 and 45, it teaches us that that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and since rain on the just and the unjust so you know don't don't you can't come you know with some attitude or you know this type of mentality you know to uh to like think you know that some people don't deserve things to happen to them you you just can't have that kind of attitude so you know what what what's happening with job here all these problems you know, in his life, you know, unknown to Job's friends and also known, unknown to Job and also unknown, you know, to us. You know, there are things that's really going on in the heavenly realms that, you know, we, we, we wouldn't understand. You know, there are things that's happening up there that affects, uh, your day-to-day life it, it affects everything you know uh get this you know in, in 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 your hearts in your hearts you know there there are spiritual there are spiritual powers that we wrestle with every day we wrestle with these things and and there are there are demons and there are devils you know that are involved in orchestrating all this stuff that's happening. They said, they said in their place, it's nothing we can do about that. Just know that they are there. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on in your life. And it's, it's, it's very important to know that, that devils and demons, they had to approach God first before they can do what they do to you. They they have to go and get permission from the Lord. They have to. They they don't have that type of power to where they can just come in your life and 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 interrupt you know your life and 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 you know how your life is going. They they have to get permission from the great God first. Look at Job chapter 1 verses 7 and the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Listen to what the devil said. He said, does Job fear God for nothing? <laughs> Have you not made a hedge around him 
around his household and around all that he has on every side, everywhere. You have blessed his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now, this way he asked, asked, asked God. He said, but now, stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. See what I just said? He has to go to God to come and mess with you. He has to go to God first. He said, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay hands on his person. Don't touch him. Touch the things around him, but don't touch him. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. You, you, you got to understand there are things that's going on, that's going on in the heavenly realms, you know, that will affect you, your everyday life. Even when we think we're walking our best, it's waiting. It's lurking like a lion, seeking whom he may devour every day. I want to go to Job um, chapter 2. I'm going I'm to I'm read that real quick. I'm going to do it from my phone. I left my Bible right there. Let me get to this real quick. Y'all just be patient with me. I'm going to get to where I'm going in a little bit. Give me a minute. Now, give me, give me more than a minute. I got y'all. Okay, I'm going to read from uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Again, there was a day when the sons came to the present to, to present themselves before the Lord and Satan. He also came along them, came among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, he, and, and the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Satan answered, the Lord and said from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it and the Lord said to Satan have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil he still holds fast his integrity although you incite me against him to destroy him without reason then Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, all that a man has, he will give for his life. He'll give it for his life. But stretch out your hand and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, he is in your hand, only spare his life. Now he can't take his life. He he got permission to touch him now, but he can't take his life. He can't take it. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome, loathsome sores from the soles 
of his feet to the crown of his head. Just struck him. I love Joel because he, he still worshiped God, you know, after all of that, you know, regardless of what happened in, in his life, he still did. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you four points why God allows horrific things to come in your life. Number one, you need to know God is not the author or creator of your drama. Of the of the of, of your drama. He's not the author of it. And I'm gonna read it right here in James. 1 and 17 it says that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variations or shadow of turning so that scripture right there just came behind that let you know that God is not the author of drama that comes in your life our drama is in our control uh, or, or who we choose or what we choose to do with it when it comes. The harbor things, they, they may come. They, 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 may, they, they may not come from God, uh, but it, it, like I said, it had to get permission. It had to get permission from God to come in your life. And if it do come, just know that God put enough in you where you can deal with that. His spirit is with us all the time, and he give us enough to be able to deal with these things. You know, th this, this, may sound, this may sound uncomfortable, you know, to say, but, you know, God do allow bad things to happen. He allows it. It, it, it don't it, it don't it don't knock him from being the great God, though, because he allowed these things. These things come. It's for character building. And for him to get the glory for his making. And if God knew it was too much for you, if he knew it was too much, you know, he 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 he'll cut it off, you know, before he even hit you. He, he'll probably cut it off. That's how you know God is in control of every aspect in our lives, the good and the bad. All of it. So uh I'm 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 just I'm just thanking God, you know, I'm I'm gonna praise him for, you know, every dramatic situation, you know, that comes for me. Maybe not in the beginning. I ain't gonna say thank you right then, but you know, sometimes it takes a minute to figure it out, you know. But we still have to, um, you know, for every heartache, for every burden, whatever come, you know, I'm, I'm just going to thank him. I'm going to thank him for it anyway. He was thinking enough of me to send that in my life. He had to been thinking about me to send that. To send all that drama, to send all those tragedy things. He, he had to have me on, my, on, on his mind. He had to. So I, I, I thank him for thinking about me. He must know I can get past it. He must know I can do it.
he allows them, he allows these things for, for his eternal purposes. Romans 8 and 30, it says, moreover whom he predestined these, he also called. Whom he called these, he also justified. And whom he justified these, he also glorified. There are some things God will allow in your life. You you may consider very bad. You may consider consider them uh, tragic, you know. But he, on his mind, it's eternal purposes. You know, it's got to happen right here. That's what's on the Lord's mind, you know, while uh, we, we are dealing with what we deal with. On his mind, it's eternal purposes. But he, he's after getting you glorified. You know, before you, before you get glorified, you got to. You got to get justified. And before you get justified, you got to be called. And in order to be called, you 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 had to you had to have some kind of drama. You had to have it, you know. And he'll bring stuff for you to be able to hear him. You had to have that drama to hear God's voice. I, I know I wouldn't have ever heard it <laughs> if certain things would have wouldn't have uh wouldn't have came, you know. We we have to. He he sent that for us to hear his calling and you know the reality, you know, is you know, some of us we we never, you know, never never called we, we wouldn't have called out to him if these things wouldn't have came. We, we we wouldn't call out to God if something if if it's still good or if you know we feel like you know our life is still smooth or you know no what 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 we need God for he he had to bring some heat you know for us to get to where we where he want us to be all of us don't want to we don't want to be there you know we think it's a lot of work but it's safe. It's safe on this side. But it's the fact that, you know, you you, you came to him, you know, because of, cause of dramatic situations, you know, that came in our life. You know, he allowed it. He allowed it for eternal purposes. God allows it so we can get in a relationship with him. It's almost like forcing God. He 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 don't he 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 gave us the will to do what we want. And even in this situation right here, it, it he he don't even he still don't force us when he bring the bad in our life. He he still don't force this, you know, us to um, you know, to follow him, but. He do. He he allows it. He allows it, you know, so we can get in relationship with him. You know, some people, they just stay hard in it. 
situations, it, it makes us respond to his voice. Uh, drama has a way of helping us to hear God. It has a way of doing it. Number three, God will allow things to happen for your character development. It's for building your character. Romans 8 and 29, it tells me, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Tragic, tragic and storms, you know, it's 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 it, it, it's what shapes us. It shaped it, it shaped me, you know. It helped me, uh, and I I do. I mean, I I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like Him. I want to be more like my big brother Jesus. You know, he's younger. He's my big brother. I want to be more like Jesus, for real. You know, some of us, you know, we're we, we going to go through things, man, until your character starts changing. We're going we gonna to keep going through them, you know. That, that part right there you call uh, keep getting your head bumped. He's going to do it until we start changing, until we start being more like him growing into his image sometimes they don't come right then but it's some stuff waiting if we do not conform ourselves to how he want us to be you know we still be rebellious still be hard headed and uh they they just gonna keep coming you know become become what God wants you to become you know God God is not interested he, he ain't he, he don't care about us being happy he's not even interested in in our happiness you know he, he's interested in developing you into molding your characters to like his that's why he, he, he don't care about you being happy because you got something new man he I have this ain't nothing he can do what he want to do. Only thing he's interested in is building our character. And as soon as he can do that, the sooner he he can move on into the next phase in our lives. When he can when he can do that, then he can go to another phase in our life. Number four. Romans eight twenty eight, it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. God will ultimately, he'll ultimately bring good out of whatever you're going through. Whenever we, whenever we come out of it, you know, or, you know, whatever is going on, whatever we come out of it, whenever we come out of it, you know, God, he, he's going to bring something, you know, tremendously out of it. So it's, it's, it's all 
for the glory of God. And it's, uh, you know, just putting ourselves aside. Get in the passenger seat, man, and, you know, put God over there in the driver's seat. Let him drive. Let him drive. Don't even have the devil in the car nowhere. Not even in the back seat. He, he don't even deserve the trunk. You know how you, you put people in the trucks? Well, not y'all don't know. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My bad. Yeah, this old day. Lord, you, you, you know where I'm at, Lord. He don't even deserve trunk action. <laughs> he don't deserve the truck. So uh, I'm going to close right there. I'm going to let it. I'm going to close it right there. Uh, God is good.